Welcome to the Idiot Exclaiming Entertainment Extravaganza, only on GamingUncensored.com. Hey, what is up? Welcome to episode four of E4 2023. I'm Tommy. That's Jamie sitting over there. How you doing, man? Well, let me put it to you this way. I'm still trying to get used to being right in front of this mic. <laughs> I like I used to be afraid of it, and then I realized this out here is a pop filter, and so now yeah. I'm not so afraid of it. And you like it a lot better. But, I do like it a lot better. But I am literally like right here on this microphone, <laughs> and I'm not used to it yet. Um, also, thing number two for today is holy crap, man! There's a lot of games. There are a lot of games. So uh, on this episode, we've got a, a handful of things to talk about. Um, we are going to talk about the Wholesome Direct. We're going to talk about Future Game Show. And so uh, a couple of what I would consider the more minor kind of press conference things, but still very cool. And like you said, tons of games. Uh, but we've also got to talk about Final Fantasy 16 because we've played through the demo of Final Fantasy 16. And uh, I know I have some thoughts. I imagine you have some yes, thoughts. Yes, I so, do. Uh, we uh we we've got that to discuss too. So both games that are coming in a game that's almost here, the demo's here. The game is uh, just a few weeks out at this point, a few days out yes. at this point. It's right around the corner. So, uh, almost here. So, uh, yeah. Other than that, how are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I, I it's Saturday afternoon. I have one meeting this morning, and otherwise, kind of focusing on this show and kind of what we got going on. I I gotta tell you, like. I spent the afternoon looking through stuff, uh, watching a future game show and and the Final Fantasy demo, and it's like, wow, what an awesome way to just spend a couple hours because yeah, the I the one thing I can say about both uh, the future game show, well, all three of the things, future game show, the demo, and wholesome, is that. They all brought uniqueness. Yes. <laughs> like it was all extremely unique. Uh, it wasn't stuff you're going to see anywhere else. And it, in none of these situations that I ever feel like I was going to fall asleep. Yes. So I was really surprised. I don't know about you. I think that's fair. Uh, it was a lot of captivating content. So we will get into all that momentarily. Let me mention just really quickly here a bit of housekeeping that we are going to talk about all the other stuff too. So we have the PC gaming show. We have Ubisoft show. Capcom did a show. There's a, a couple others. Evolver we haven't watched yet. So we've got a lot of catching up to do still. We had busy weeks and so uh it, it slowed us down a bit but it's summertime and we've got time to catch up on all this stuff and so e4 is just elongated a bit this year elongated your... i see what you did there that's, that's real good <laughs> instead of getting your normal uh seven or eight shows within like three days you're gonna get those like within three weeks uh which honestly probably a lot easier to digest that way and so it probably works out better for everybody yeah in this case so uh we will be covering those other things so if you're like hey what are you gonna talk about whatever we'll get to it uh but i'll also note here that there are way too many games for us to cover all of them to talk about all of them and so if we don't talk about something that you want to hear us talk about let us know uh facebook twitter email gaming uncensored at gmail.com voicemail line uh at 509 game 210 
<laughs> it's been a while since we did that. I was wondering, I was trying to like think, should I just say it or should I put you on the spot? I saw you get ready for I it. I was like, so. if it's going to go, here we go. I got it. <laughs> you got it. Uh, 509 game 210. Uh, let us know there. Somebody. Because uh, we'll happily talk about whatever. Somebody seriously needs to call it because uh, Google is being annoying. So call that line, leave yes. a message, <laughs> and uh, you would help us out a ton. Yes, for sure. Uh, and thanks to our Patreon guys, Cabbage, Jose, Narc, Duff, Josh, uh, Hector, Spider, Spencer, Kavash, Chad, Zeke, Chris, Brigham, Sam, Andrew, Luik, and Logan. Uh, we are planning for more content going up on Patreon. We already have some content from E4 on Patreon. Uh, go by and watch us watch the shows and talk about them. Uh, we will do at least probably one or two more of those. Uh, and so something to look forward to in this next week. Um, so just a heads up there. It's a really, really good time to be a part of the Patreon because there is a lot of content happening over there. I am gonna feel real bad if the three uh, things that we're gonna talk about today are the three things that we should have streamed and everything else is gonna suck. <laughs> uh, you know, because yes. we still got we still got like four shows to watch and uh, some some stuff to play through and I gotta be honest with the wholesome game show and the future game show. Like, like I said, very, very pleasantly surprised. There, yes. there was no. I've been using the word "meh" a lot <laughs> to describe some of this stuff. Like that's what we sort of kind of said, mm-hmm. you know, last week. This stuff, none of this stuff was that. Yeah. Yeah, everything was at least interesting, which is uh, which is good. I mean, so, for we'll crying, get into for crying out loud, we got two different frog games. <laughs> is that the truth? Uh, the frogs and the bunnies. I, I couldn't count how many bunny games there were. That whole subject. Yep. We had lots and lots of bunnies. So we will uh, we'll talk about uh, a chunk of those uh, here momentarily. But I do want to start with uh, Final Fantasy 16 and, and playing through that demo uh, because it is it is both way different than any final fantasy that we've ever played and it's way different than i was expecting it just is not even like having heard of what the game was going to be it just felt and played different um if it didn't have the words final fantasy on it and if you didn't get the little like battle fanfare at the end of like the boss fights (laughs) you know like i wouldn't ever connect it being a final fantasy game like and that's kind of you know par for the course for final fantasy they've always done games differently but there's always felt like a little bit more connective tissue between their games, I think, than this one, at least so far, feels to me. It really feels much different. Now, to be fair, we haven't played a ton of the most recent Final Fantasy games. I played a little bit of 15, uh, played a chunk of 12, and you know, like or 13, whichever one. They get so convoluted in my mind at this point. But us being kind of what I'm going to now refer to as old school Final Fantasy gamers, because we grew up on the franchise, uh, everything 10 and prior, uh, this in no way seems like those games. It does not seem like it is part of that universe. Uh, But at the same time, I was very compelled by it. Can can I be honest and tell you that it is in no it in no way has anything to do with the, those games, that generation of games. However, I can tell you that it's already better than twelve and thirteen and and uh, you know fifteen and fifteen. Fourteen well, being like, the MMO that's different. Like <laughs> we we played all of them a little bit, and uh, with all of them, it was like, yeah, that's cool, but that's not really what what I want to play. 
You yeah. fired this up. And with the exception of the first five minutes, the first five minutes was ridiculous. I don't understand. I don't get how it fits in. <laughs> After that, this was a really nice piece of storytelling. Yes. And if you can't get the demo or don't have time to play it or whatever, this is Game of Thrones meets Wheel of Time. And they even referenced some stuff that I was like, dude, they stole that from the Wheel of Time. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I know you haven't read that series, but but like, it it's straight out of the Wheel of Time. Yeah. And I, I I dig it. Yeah, it is. It is really compelling. And, and the Game of Thrones uh, comparison is also apt. And I can speak into that one also because I've, I've seen a big chunk of Game of Thrones and read Game of Thrones. And so uh, it is uh, more mature yes. <laughs> from the very outset yep. than any Final Fantasy game I can remember. Like Final Fantasy games, a lot of them are mature rated. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake was a mature game. Uh, it's lots of violence. It has some cursing and all that kind of stuff. But like this is a different level of like the number of F-bombs that yes. just happened pretty early in this game. I was like, oh, okay, we're we're going there like all the way. Uh, sex is going to be a big part of this game. Whee! I don't know how graphic they're going to get about it, but there was some serious making out between multiple characters in this demo. Like, it's just, like, it is a very, like, they are definitely trying to do that kind of Game of Thrones uh, level of uh, mature fantasy storytelling in the video game world. And thus far, again, only seeing a very small portion of it that you get in this demo, the little kind of prologue part of the game. It's really compelling. And that's what I didn't expect about it. Like, because I was already nervous about the gameplay and the, the like, they told us there's like 11 plus hours of cinematics in the game alone. And after you play it for, you, you know, three hours or whatever it is of the demo, you go, oh, yeah. Because probably two of that three hours is cinematics. There is so much time that I'm just holding the controller in my hand, not doing a thing because it's so much cinematics because it's so narratively deep and intentional. Like the story is going to be what drives that game. And if the story falters, the game is going to falter in a lot of ways as well. But if they can keep up the kind of compelling nature that they built in that prologue, I'm going to be into it like way more than I thought I was going to be into it. It, it really like I've been thinking about it, you know, like yeah. that's always the like, the the telltale thing of a good game is like you think about it when you're not playing it right and i'm, I'm thinking about zelda all the time right, right. obviously but like final fantasy 16 has taken a little bit of my zelda focus away because i'm like i wonder what happens next and i, I want to <laughs> see like where do we go from here like there's so many like questions i have with how this played out in this little prologue and it just I was not expected to be captivated in that way by this game. And and I, I'm going to say something. Please don't hear me wrong. I love Zelda. Zelda's fabulous. It is, it is the best gameplay experience of the year. Bar yes. none, no question. Nothing comes close. However, I sat in my living room in front of my big TV <laughs> and I watched this thing and in the previous games 
that we're talking about 12, 13, 15. All of that stuff was there, but I got bored and I was like, yeah, I don't, no, I, I'm not, I, I was not bored at all for the, for the entire, yes. the entire time that we've been playing this demo. And the demos two, three hours, like you said, the last 45 minutes is so well put together. And I'm yeah. sitting in front of the TV and I'm thinking this demo only has one flaw. And I don't really understand why they did this. But if you add positional audio or 5.1 to that, that is a ridiculous experience. It was only in stereo, and I know that because I had to turn the sound bar way up. Yeah. But, man, if the audio is in there, like, I'm stuck. I ain't moving. Bring yeah. me some food. Bring me some <laughs> like I'm. I'm watching this, and you're right. It's I can. You're just sitting there with the with the controller in your hand for a good chunk of this. But I don't care. Yes, and that's a, again. That's a big risk in in buying it. I mean, it's not a big risk. It's going to be a good game. I think it's a whatever. Uh, but the the potential uh, failing point of the game is that the story trails off now. What Final Fantasy has a bad history of, what this game has already proven it's not going to do, is starting really slow. Like, those yeah. Final Fantasy games that we never got into, people have told me, if you just give it some time, they get really good. And I'm like, okay, but it's really hard to give a game time when you're not into it at the beginning. This one, it feels like they've got that kind of opening story beat right to get you drawn in from the very beginning and want to know where that story goes. On the gameplay side, because it's a good... Comparison, obviously, with Zelda right now being the other game out here, and, and then both in name being RPGs, <laughs> how, like, it, it's also case in point of how broad the term RPG is in that Zelda, Final Fantasy, and Diablo, all games that just came out, are all under the RPG umbrella. That's a very, very large umbrella because those three games are all vastly different than each other. Zelda and Diablo being almost pure gameplay experiences. Yeah. Like we've talked about both of those games that narrative wise, like we care to a certain extent, but that's not what we're playing those games for. And we're not there for the narrative at the end of the day. It's all about the gameplay. Final fantasy is the exact opposite, right? Like this game is going to live and die based off of its narrative because frankly, uh, the, the gameplays, at least in my opinion, this is where I've seen a lot of other takes online that I'm like, maybe I just don't quite get it yet. It's fine. It's okay. But it's nothing it's like, all right. To, but right I, home about. But I will say, I am with you. It's all right, or it's all right, as they <laughs> say. Um, but but I will say, especially the end of the demo, that gameplay section, while probably a serious pain in the butt to play, like it didn't look fun. To, to make that happen. It didn't look like that That was an easy thing to do. However, it's extraordinarily cinematic. Yes. And that Visually, it's phenomenal. Gameplay, specifically, I'm assuming that we're talking about the same thing. It's yes. really spoilery things here. Go play the demo. Uh, but the part where you're play playing as the Phoenix and fighting the fire icon uh, yeah. through the kind of the, the closing bit of it, it, it 
it's fine. Like the actual combat when you're playing as Clive and actually fighting, uh, like the, the couple of bosses that you fight, those are pretty fun actually. And, and I'm, I'm well, excited about getting more into that combat. What I'm worried about is like the big boss fights with the icons and that kind of stuff are going to be a lot of like, that one was like push triangle a million times and then dodge, you know? And it was just like, it looks cool. It's not that fun to play. And and that's, you got to find that balance. And I'm hoping that they do more of the kind of Clive battle sequences than they do of the Icon battle sequences, even when you get to the point when you're fighting Icons, because that's obviously going to be a big part of the game as well. Well, one thing I was going to say about Clive, I, I get that that's a whole lot more fun to play and it's more Final Fantasy. And, and my problem with that is that it's not turn-based, all right? So I don't really feel like I'm going to be able to play that. But then yeah. there was one section in the middle where you're the kid. And it's like yeah. it's like this mage take on the gameplay. Yep. And I was like, hey, if they, if they would allow people to go that route, like, I could pick this one up and actually play it. That's the reason I didn't really play 12, 13 uh 15, 15 because yeah. they're they're all you know for lack of a better word action games yes that are also rpgs yes this one is of those the most action of those <laughs> like it yeah. really there's no even kind of slight even with because i did the the like story mode setting because you get the the items that that we had talked about before the i don't remember what they are but the time you know items or whatever that when we had first heard about them i had the impression that it was going to make it at least kind of like sorta you can kind of mimic a turn-based thing almost like what final fantasy 7 remake was was kind of what i had yeah. in my head it's not that uh it is only like you get these bigger windows to dodge kind of thing like it gives you a prompt to dodge instead of not giving you a prompt to dodge you know which makes it really easy um and so i'll probably turn that off at least to try it out without that stuff but i wanted to see it with that stuff because we had specifically had that conversation about it and i don't know and again we're not coming to it for the gameplay the gameplay yeah. is going to be hopefully something that keeps you into it but the story is what's going to be what brings us back I, like, that's that's the thing and and again they they delivered there which i was surprised by i feel bad for you that you're gonna have to string all of that one because if it holds <laughs> up it's gonna be just like us playing zelda and i i don't think i finished my thought earlier in that I watched that last 45 minutes of the demo and then I went to the next video of Zelda and I feel so bad because I was like, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Yeah. Can we, can we mention really quick Final Fantasy 16? Just visually stunning. Uh, very, very pretty game. And Zelda's a very pretty game, but in a very different well, way and, and it's and, such a slow burn as we've talked yeah, about like I mean, it's just like the pacing of final fantasy 16 was great and whatever like uh, you said it zelda's great it's going to be maybe my favorite game of all time i adore zelda but it is a different experience yeah like, it is a very very and as like i have the controller in my hand and so it's obviously a different experience for me with you just watching I I would absolutely understand where Final Fantasy 16 is incredibly compelling in comparison. <laughs> Just well, a good I change of pace. I love I have loved every minute of Zelda. The mistake today was watching 45 minutes 
of Final Fantasy and then going to Zelda. Like, right. like, <laughs> you guys split that up a little bit. It's like I'm in shock. Like <laughs> I'm going, you I really have to read this? Are you serious? Like <laughs> Oh look, he's hang gliding across the map again. <laughs> like Oh, and there he's climbing a wall for 10 minutes. Like, really, like the pacing could not be more opposite. Like it just is Yeah, that, that's a, that's a hundred percent fair. I, I will say that one thing that I have to complain about with this Final Fantasy game, the UI is awful. I yeah. can't read anything. Like, I mean I can read it, but but not, it's small yeah, and hard to it's, see. It's not great. And I spent very little time in like the menu system or anything like that because there just wasn't really a need to in that demo. Like you get a couple of items that you can equip and that kind of stuff. But like, it just doesn't feel like it's going to be a game that requires you to manage a lot. Again, it's, it's RPG in name. It's action game with RPG elements in, in execution. I I would give you that because I didn't realize it, but you really did. You spent like three minutes and there's only like three items. So, right. Surely when you get deeper into the game, you know, you, you'll get some more customization. There was like leveling up in an ability tree for just a little bit, but it was still pretty minimal. And it was more like, what kind of combos do you want or whatever it is? You know, like it's just, we'll see how that part of the game plays out. I'm just, I don't have all high hopes for that part of the game. And, and honestly, what's keeping me at this point from saying that this for me is a game of the year contender. Now it's so hard it's to be not. a game of year contender in 2023 because Zelda exists. Um, it's going to be a, a darn good game. I would imagine, you know, like we always use kind of Metacritic scores as, as a, a very imperfect, but a useful kind of metric. Uh, this is like, I would imagine a high eighties, maybe yeah. low nineties type game. Like a, people are going to be really, you know, like, Hey, really surprised. This final fantasy game's really good. And, and I haven't been into this series in a long time. And now it's getting me back in it. There's going to be a lot of those kind of takes. And I think that's all fair. Some of the stuff that I've seen online of people like this is going to revolutionize the, you know, the genre. And this is a no, whole new chapter not. for our final fantasy. I'm just kind of like, it's not that good. Like it, it, it did blow my mind. But it compelled me, which is something I was kind of skeptical about going in. And so in that way, it exceeded expectations, which I'm quite happy about. Because, again, I love Final Fantasy. It's one of my favorite all-time franchises. Uh, I want those games to be good. uh, And it looks like it's going to be good. And we had the last thing we saw about it was that trailer. I think it was in the the Summer Game Fest or in the Sony event. Maybe it was in the Sony event, wherever they showed the trailer last. That just did not look great. And I don't know what it was about. It just wasn't interesting. And you and I both were kind of like, ooh, that game's not going to be that good. Now I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good game. We're going to pick it up. Uh, we're going to play this game. And and it, that's not something I expected when I downloaded the demo. It's it's going to be really good. And it's going to be something I feel like that I don't have a problem paying 75 bucks for. You know, like, right. like, yes. like we, we just <laughs> paid 75 bucks for Diablo 4 and I as many videos uh, as I have watched, and I've watched a ton of videos over the last week because I can't play, so yeah. I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm just watching people talk about it. As many videos as I as I have watched, I don't think I'm going to fire up the Elbow Four 
tomorrow because that's what we're doing tomorrow. I'm sorry if you have anything else going on because <laughs> that's what we're doing tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> it, I, I seriously doubt that I'm going to fire up Dale Wolf and go, yeah, this is worth 75 bucks. I, I, and we love the elbow. Uh, but, but I, I, just the whole process of, of paying full price for a game, even though you guys paid for it. That, that's, Thank you, Patreon. That's a, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. It's a hefty price to pay, and I hope it lives up to it, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah which is fair. Uh, and, and that's, uh, that's, Kind of what you're risking every time you buy a game, and <laughs> it's they're not getting cheaper, uh, right? Like they're just going to get more expensive, right? But there are some that you immediately go, okay, but I'm willing to pay that. Zelda's one of those. Uh, Diablo's one of those for us. Even yeah, end, end up saying, okay, well, it's pretty good, but it's not that. But I think we're going to really dig it. But now, Final Fantasy is one of those which I don't think either one of us would have said before nope. playing the demo. Nope. So that's a that's a big change. So. That was a pleasant surprise. We were super happy about that. Wholesome Direct, also a pleasant surprise. Really fun. Not that it was a big surprise. We've watched the Wholesome Direct for the past uh, few years. And this it's always, one was uh, better. I think I, so. It was better. Uh, better in quality games. And I think it was better because we were both watching it thinking about your little girl. Yes. Uh, all of these games are games that I want to put in her hand and say, look, you know, yeah, I I I hundred percent agree with that, and it's it's really a lot different, especially with something like wholesome games, because I I I myself enjoy some wholesome games for sure. We've talked uh, tons and tons about Stardew Valley and I, Valley, and I put Stardew Valley squarely in the wholesome games category, uh, and and how many farming sims we saw during the wholesome game direct shows you yeah. that Stardew Valley is solidly in that. Uh, a lot of these are not games that I would ever play uh, that are, you know, like I'm obviously not the audience for, and that's perfectly uh, fine. But like you said, there's a little girl in the house now that is more the audience for these games. And I could see her getting really captivated by some of these. And, and I want that. I don't want her just to like the games that I like. I want her to like games that aren't for me at all, you know? And so and, and there's definitely a lot of that here. I mean, for crying out loud, we had two cat games. <laughs> uh, so if you are a fan of of the softer side of things, this is where you need to go. Yes, uh, you will definitely find something here for you uh, if you like cutesy, because there was lots and lots of cutesy. I'll hit a couple if there's any you want to uh, uh, point out, too. Uh, we, we could definitely discuss some specifics. We're definitely not going to talk about all of them, because even for a shorter uh, uh, event, there were tons there were of games. There were 80 games in this freaking thing. 80 and yeah, it was, was 45 minutes <laughs> yeah, so many cute little games and so uh the the what they showed at the very beginning or right near the beginning uh is called Picoy, i think i didn't catch exactly how yes. you pronounce it uh but it's like you run a, a kitten tea house yeah <laughs> 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 like I was like, all right, uh, uh, Genevieve would be super uh, into this. Uh, so uh, there you go. Uh, there was uh, like kitty cat soccer game, uh, which looked cool. Button City soccer days, which apparently Button City is a, a thing that people know. I don't know it, but uh, no. already established uh, wholesome game. Uh, you mentioned uh, the frogs. There was Frog Song, one of the frog games, which actually looked pretty cool. Frog Song, <laughs> like, I would play. 
yeah, I really kind of dug that one, uh, which was fun. Also, I Am Caterpillar looked kind of interesting, yes. too, where you're playing like as a caterpillar that doesn't want to turn into a butterfly. <laughs> it's like, screw that. I'm going to stay a caterpillar. People are like, who are you? Who? Yeah. <laughs> I Am Caterpillar. So. Um, Sticky Business, uh, which is a uh, business management game where you run a sticker company. <laughs> this is one where you get to like be creative and create your own stickers, which is something neither one of us is going to be remotely no. into. But I could just see my daughter spending days it, like making stickers, like it's her dream. Like, I, just I'll tell you right now, Avery is nineteen years old. She'll eat this a lot. Yeah, uh, uh, that that one I could see having a, a big um uh uh. uh uh, audience for it because it is very yeah. cute and kind of interesting in its uh application of what you're trying to accomplish and one that i'd be like yeah go play this game go like learn some entrepreneurial skills that's that's valuable we need money <laughs> right <laughs> go learn how to run a business so you can uh bring some money home for dad that'd be uh that'd be great so yeah uh next one i'll mention uh is what i'm actually really excited about because i love the aesthetic of this game it's called station to station we saw it in the future yep. game show too it popped up in both of them which is this voxel style train management game so it's just building you know uh train uh, uh, routes between like little cities in this uh, kind of uh, generative world but the the art style is super pretty just very very cool and looks like relaxing and chill there's apparently a demo on Steam right now I need to go check that out because I would I would dig this I yep. think. it is right. definitely you it's you all day I don't I don't really dig trains but it, it'd be fun to watch you play yeah, I don't really, like, I know, like, some people are really into trains. Like, that's a thing. Like, people get, obviously, like, model train kits and all that kind of stuff. And I, I understand it, even though it's not my thing. But, like, cool, vibes, pretty scenery games are my thing. So, yeah. You know, like, if it happens to have trains, I can I can get behind that. Yeah. So, uh, Camaroo, a frog refuge, <laughs> is another frog game where you get to uh, rescue frogs and, like, change their colors and looks and stuff yeah i don't know it's frogs if you're into frogs we got games for you <laughs> like it just was weird the the frogs uh of this game so uh or of this uh direct um there was a couple of other ones let me look really quick here to see um that i wanted to mention i'm just trying to remember um uh, so many like garden games farming games yep. there's a lot of farming games mm. and so if you're looking for a new farming game most of the farming games being female protagonists which again uh for a uh, little girl in the house like i really really like that um, yeah it's for cool me personally especially with like like stardew valley valley one of the like elements is like the romance stuff and that's always like weird for me as like 30 something 40 year old dude now i'm like yeah this is kind of creepy it is even more creepy for me to imagine like playing that from the female perspective of like hey let's go find the cute guys in town to uh try and pick up or whatever <laughs> it's not my thing uh and so i just like that that feels weird uh but again like there's obviously an audience out there for it and i'm glad that those games exist for the people uh that are in that i, I will not. tell you that uh last time avery was in town she spent some time uh I think it was playing Stardew Valley on the Switch, and and apparently the romance is a thing. Like I watched her go get a gift for a guy, trying to figure out what a guy, <laughs> and I'm like, this is so weird. It's so weird. It's, it's so weird because because I I think part of it 
uh, comes from neither you or I were really good at that aspect of our. Nope. I mean, you're married <laughs> and you're still not good, right? Like, I, I I got married when I was 19 years old. I I had to do very little dating in my life, uh, and I am I am very very glad about that. <laughs> it is not a skill set that I am sure I have. Uh, I I am sure I don't have. I, I'll put it that way. I I don't have it either. I'm 44 and single, and that's <laughs> why. Yeah, uh, not a thing. So, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's it's weird for me, but like great for a lot of other people. And so glad they exist for those people. Um, there's a game called Tiny Bookshop yep. where you're like the owner of a little bookshop on a trailer, and you take it around town, and you like try to connect people with books. And I'm as as the husband of a librarian, like I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm, I'm into that too. So that's gonna uh, be required in your house. I think. Yes, uh. Uh, for sure. Uh, and then uh, a handful of other, any that I missed that you wanted to bring up. No, uh, I think you got them. like I said. 80 games they said that they yeah. ran during this thing. And so we didn't get Wild. if we didn't get to something that you want to hear about, let us know. Because it was just a montage of this, 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 now this. Like it's the these these shows that we're about to, to continue to talk about were the opposite of the Microsoft thing and, and some of the other stuff that we Thing, some of the other stuff that we've seen because it was mostly gameplay. Yes. Yeah, we did see a lot of gameplay in these, even in the trailers, because these are games that, like, you can't just put, like, a pretty trailer together. Because they're not, like, I, they're, they are pretty games. Like, almost all of these were visually, uh, aesthetically pleasing games. But they're not, like, blow your mind, like, uh, uh, you know, visuals. They're not AAA level visual right. games. There's a lot of pixel art in here. There's a lot of, uh, uh, like, obviously indie games that you gotta sell it on the gameplay. Because that's what's going to bring people. It's not going to be the 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 pretty graphics, uh, and so uh, that just the, by nature you need that that gameplay. And, and they did show a lot of gameplay, so you got a pretty good idea in most of these games what you're actually going to be doing, which is something like you said we can't say for for Microsoft. Uh, so many of those games have no idea what you're going to be doing. Right. Them, so that's a big change. Maybe that was a little bit too of what made me so happy about this show is that I just knew what the games were. You know, yeah. like, Microsoft was so frustrating to me because I'm like, I don't know what this is. It looks cool, but what do you do? And this is like, oh, they're pretty and I know what you do. The other thing about, about uh, the Wholesome Game Show and also the Future Game Show all of the games, I mean, I know they're not all, but especially the wholesome games, are developed by smaller people who you want to see succeed. Yes. I mean, for crying out loud, I sent you a text and, and, and thought it was kind of funny that the wholesome game show was sponsored by Devolver. <laughs> um <laughs> And the reason, the reason why I think it was, is because Devolver's in the vote with these people, yeah. and you know they're kind of that same level. And Devolver's had some success, and and uh, that I think that's the difference with this show, and even maybe a little bit with the Future Game Show. It's a bunch of games made by. Not huge studios. Yes. So 
yeah, I, I think that's uh, absolutely the case and and such a um, testament for the community of how there's kind of this like we all rally together, even if some of us are making gory horror video games and others of us are making, you know, uh, uh, frog rescue simulators, you know, like we're still all in this industry together. And, and that's a that's a cool thing. And also, we have to mention the show was brought to you by. Able Gamers. Uh, yes. Sorry, guys, Steven at Able Gamers, which we need to get back on the show yeah. uh, because he hasn't been here in a while. But but those guys sponsored the whole show. They got a, they got a couple of plugs, which I felt real good about. Um, you could go buy a T-shirt. Absolutely. We'll, we'll uh, hawk their merch. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, the wholesome direct t-shirts, hundred percent of the proceeds go to able gamers. So if you want a wholesome direct uh, t-shirt and to support able gamers, uh, there you go. You should go and do that. Absolutely. You should. Uh, I, I was very happy to see them sponsoring that. And they got some airtime because the, the other thing that I realized about this wholesome direct is if you and I are into it, there's a lot of other dads out there. <laughs> with little kids that are sitting there watching it just like we are. There's a ton of people that saw this thing. And yeah. I don't think I would have felt that way five years ago, ten years ago, whatever. But now we're at that age where, you know, there's a lot of people watching this thing that's like us and we've got kids or nieces or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, so For sure. Uh, moving over to the uh, the future game show, uh, which is again become one of these uh, game shows that we uh, that we watch on a regular uh, each year. Uh, the one of the cool things about when well, I say cool things, one of the things about it <laughs> is that it's it's hosted by uh, typically uh, voice actors in video games, and so this year it was Laura Bailey who has hosted the uh, show before. And uh, what's his name? Yuli uh, Lowenthal, I think. Yeah, I think so. That plays uh, Peter Parker in uh, uh, the Spider-Man, the Marvel Spider-Man game. And then, of course, Laura Bailey plays uh, Mary Jane. Uh, and so you get the the kind of uh, <laughs> couple, the power couple from Spider-Man. Of course, Laura Bailey's also uh, Abby from The Last of Us 2 and, and has lots of other credits. Both of them have tons of other credits uh, to their name. But uh What'd you what'd you think of the hosting? So so here's the thing. Laura Bailey is really good. And uh and and Laura Laura Bailey is one of those people that when you see her, you go, hey, that's Laura Bailey. The other guy, even though he's got tons of credits, I said, Hey, that's Peter Parker. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, I yep. mean, that's, that's she's her and you know. He's yeah. Peter Parker, and uh, it was kind of weird because yeah. he was kind of trying to be cool, but every time he tried to be cool, I heard Pete. <laughs> like, yes. you know? Yeah, he, very, very, very much so. Uh, I had that same vibe, and and not like I think he's a great Peter Parker. Uh, yeah, like he kills he it kills in, it. in the Marvel yep. Spider-Man games. They're phenomenal he's such a good peter parker but it is very much like oh there's pete like you're you're absolutely right like it just feels like that awkward like dorky spider-man thing that i love about peter parker uh that is like also feels a little bit weird when you see the dude who plays peter parker doing it and you're like is that how he actually is or is he just like really caught up in this character i i, I honestly questioned to myself was he was he 
play, was he hosting the show as Pete or right. does this guy have another personality? Uh, yeah. Because Laura, like I said, she's Laura Bailey. You can't pin her to one person. Yeah. Uh, and so it was really weird. It was, it was not awkward like uh, Jeff on the Summer Game Fest. It was yes. a different awkward, and I can't yes. really explain it. <laughs> yes, it is different levels of awkward. That is uh, very true. So uh, we'll go through uh, a handful again. Not going to hit everything here by any means because there's just so much. You uh, got to we'll go through. You got to hit the one with with the uh, with the cyborg with the sword, the sneaky thing. I don't know. Yeah, the name of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to like, talk about that one. I'll get the name of it when we get. I know what you're talking about because uh, it was cool. So uh, they started out showing High Water, which we've seen before, but it still looks really cool. It had yep. like this musical performance that was fine or whatever. But the game itself is like this 3D, looks like kind of action adventure game, uh, but the, it looks very story driven, like this group of, of kind of post-apocalyptic outcasts, it seems like. I don't know exactly what the story is, but it's like uh, a, 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 a climate catastrophe there's like uh warring factions that are on like dry islands between like tons of water because of whatever 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 anyway it looks compelling and it's a very pretty style and so i'm interested to see more about that no announcement of when that game is coming i don't think at this point no it does look interesting um there was a dinosaur game yep. <laughs> called it instinction i don't know if we need to talk any more no. about uh the dinosaur game but it was also star trucker uh, yeah, baby! I was kind of like, I'd probably play that. If it comes <laughs> on Game Pass, I will definitely play that. <laughs> You're like a, a truck driver in space, which is like a literal like semi truck, but it's in space. It's the weirdest thing. But I was like, I think I could get into that. I, I really was like, am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? I don't. Yeah. I don't really know. Um, yeah, it was. Also. As a as a person that comes from a family that has been in semis all our lives, yes, I'm mind blown by the fact that this is something that people want to do. <laughs> like it, it is driving a semi is so boring. Riding <laughs> in a semi is so boring, especially if you're going from one state to another like it's not entertaining at all when i was a kid i i i kid you not i can't believe i'm about to tell the story but every summer my granddad and i would take a trip and and the best part about which we go kansas you know wherever just close places around here that he had to deliver seed because he hauled for a, a seed company and and literally the best parts of of going on that ride was getting on the CB and talking to the other truckers and trying to figure out where we were going to eat that night. Like that's it. That's all there is to that, yes. you know. And yeah. and I was uh, I was a little kid, but like I'm just trying to stay awake, and so I'm mind blown by the fact that. This is something that people actually want to play. Yeah, I I am too. And there's another one coming up in just a little bit. It's the, it's one of two semi uh, truck simulator games at yeah. the uh, future game showcase. So, um, 
Uh, let's see here. There was it's Steel Seed. Is that the one that you were yep, thinking about? Yeah, that's it. The, yep. Yes, does look uh, super cool. Uh, mixes kind of uh, side scrolling and 3D platforming. Has a, a cool like uh, sneaking element to it. Like maybe a little Metroidvania ish. It, uh, it's a it's a little um, it's a little Horizon. I know you a little Horizon ish. Yes, I got, definitely has some Horizon DNA. I to got it. that vibe, and that's why I was like, "Hey, I could probably play this because Horizon plays so well on mouse and keyboard." I, yeah. I was really looking forward to that one. It really looks cool. There's a lot of like scanning the environment, and so like the way that Horizon has that like scanning the environment thing, like it looks like it draws off of that. And so I think Horizon is a good uh, a comparison. There it does look pretty cool. Um, the other one's here. the samurai game. Uh, uh, was it the? I'm trying to remember. Last Faith was that the samurai? Game? I don't think Let so. Me, uh, Can't remember. But there it, it was. It was a different samurai game right. than what we saw. Yeah, the Last Fa- uh, Faith is the one that's like. Uh, it is very Metroidvania. It looks very much like Castlevania. That lo- also looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but it has a very Castlevania vibe. But that's not the one that I was looking for. Uh, while I'm finding it, I'll mention On Guard, which I thought. Oh looked yeah. Really fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's like female Zoro. Uh, and and like I love some Zoro. Like nothing wrong with Zoro. And that's one thing kind of thing. And that's one thing that you have to realize if you go and watch the show. Like eighty percent of the show was games done in a cartoony fun yes. uh uh let's have some fun with animation art style. There, yes. there were a few realistic games that you looked at and you went, ah, that's cool. Like, like, a, like, and Final Fantasy is not a good comp, but, but, but there were a few games that, like, I guess that were like Resident Evil 7 and everything else. It was like you're watching a cartoon, which I thought was really cool. And also interesting to be showcased so heavily at the future game show, which at least in name implies of like the direction that gaming is heading. And and I think it's true. Like, I think like we've become so saturated with the like photorealistic approach to video game making that like a lot of developers are going, we can do more stuff in a different way if we take an art style that's not just trying to be photorealistic or in that vein, not exactly photorealistic. Some games do that better than others, obviously. Uh, but uh uh, Alaskan Road Truckers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another trucking sim. Uh, this one I thought was interesting. You play as a truck driver, not as a truck, which seemed like a, a direct shot across the brow, bow at like European truck simulator and American truck simulator, those games. So, you know, uh, whatever. I, I love Alaska. I think Alaska's cool. I don't yeah. know that I need to simulate driving a, a semi through Alaska, but I, well, whatever. I, I, I would say you probably don't need to play this game, but I also realize I'm talking to the man that has sucked hours in the power wash simulator. So that's one thing we haven't seen. I wonder if it shows up in the PC game. I want more power wash simulator. I will play every bit of content that they put. I played through the Final Fantasy uh, content that I mentioned a while back, and it was so good. Like I, I will, I, I will play I'm not, everything power after, wash simulator that ever happened. After that, I am not putting anything past you at this point. Like, <laughs> like if, if I see something that, that is kind of mindless and boring, I'm like, yeah, you'll probably play that. 
especially if it comes to Game Pass. Yeah. So something to look forward to. Uh, Life by You is like an indie Sims, uh, which at least piqued my interest because I like the Sims and something that's not the Sims, uh, something that feels a little bit different, even more mundane in a lot yeah. of ways. Like there's no aliens in this. It doesn't look like and some of the crazy stuff that you get in the Sims. So it looks very kind of rough around the edges because it is a kind of indie version of the Sims. But I also kind of like that in that it might be just a little bit more charming in a lot of ways because of that. So uh, again, we'll see. But I, I, I can see myself sinking some time into life by you. Right. Um, they showed off some VR games. Let me just mention really quick how like both cool and never could I ever play VR skater. Like <laughs> I was gonna ask, I was gonna be like, Dude, can we figure out how to do that? Like we- that is motion sickness simulator to me. Like they're just like I was watching that like not in VR, and I was like. Oh, I'm getting kind of queasy already just thinking about it. Like, I just, I can't imagine how that works in VR and feels anywhere, how you don't just fall down, like from like losing perspective of your own balance. Right. It feels like it would freak me to crap out, but I'd kind of like to try it just to see what it feels like. But I got a feeling after five minutes, I'd be like, nope, I'm done with VR for like the next two weeks because I'm I'm feeling so sick. It was cool looking now. It was cool looking. Uh, there's also a Wallace and Gromit VR game. Coming, yeah. I haven't really been into Wallace and Gromit. It looks pretty. Um, so, uh, Surviving Deponia looked kind of cool. Uh, a a kind of post-apocalyptic survivor game, but cartoony kind of style and, and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm trying to see here. What else? What else? What else? Um, what was that? I, I, I can't I can't think of the samurai game, but it looked really good. And yeah. Kind of side scrolling, like it switches between 2D and 3D. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Steam World Build, a uh, city building game with like steampunk elements. Is or, that or a Valve game? I don't, I don't what was it? Um let me see really quick, I'll tell you. Um I don't think it was a Valve game. Um, while while we're thinking about it, one of the games in this showcase, she called it a diesel punk game. Yes, was it? Did it? What? What? It was, what was it? That one? What was the diesel punk game? Is the the one with like the motorcycle? Um, that that had like a Mad Maxi kind of yeah, vibe to yeah. It. Oh, what was that one called? There's just so many games where, like, uh, was that the Leica? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, that's it. That was kind of a side-scrolling motorcycle, like you're playing like a mouse, I think, or something like that. Right. Like Mad Max mouse kind of thing. Uh, Maybe a fox. I don't know exactly what you are uh, in this game. But very, again, kind of cartoon art style, but that looks pretty cool. Uh, Again, totally find myself getting into, uh, into that one, so... Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm just trying to scroll through, <laughs> find um, what these, like I said, station to station popped up again here, which was uh, cool just to see that uh, in a couple of different places. Pacific uh, Drive is the other one that I'm Pacific like, Drive I, looks I very funny. cannot, I, I cannot see people playing this, but you know, they will. I, I, I'm really into the idea of it that you have like this station wagon that you're trying to like make like post-apocalyptic ready and like you, you go out and scavenge parts and take them back to your garage and put them together and like yeah uh, I, I, I kind of dug uh, this one and listening to the developer talk about it for a while where he 
uh, uh, discuss just kind of like his growing up in the back of a station wagon. I grew up in the back of a station wagon. Like my grandma had a station wagon when I was a kid and we traveled all over the country and I sat in the back, the hatchback part of the station wagon when we thought that was cool in the late eighties and early nineties. You know what? That explains a whole lot. That, <laughs> is, that explains why you've, you've taken every big trip that I can think of with your grandma. Now I understand. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we had a good time. Um, yeah. I got that whole back of the station wagon me and my cousin would just sprawl out back of the back of the station wagon so uh yeah so th there is definitely a nostalgia piece for me in this game because i love that like just classic station wagon thing because i also had that experience growing up so that i i that's the thing with all of these games i repeat they're not call of duty yes and, and to me <laughs> that was that was captivating Yes, a hundred percent. Two more I want to mention, uh, at least. Yeah, two more, because I found the Samurai one. It was right at the end of the showcase. I don't recall that, but it's called The Spirit of the Samurai, right. which makes a whole lot of sense. It makes it easy to find in the list. Uh, did look uh, uh, very, very pretty uh, and, and like a, a fun kind of, again, that kind of side-scrolling uh what's a good comp for it uh big bosses like lots of shadow like, complex kind of shadow complex see yeah kind of metroidvania ish in a way we'll see if it ends up being like that but very very cool and then i also want to mention the precinct because i really dig this yeah one because it's like uh like in the old school grand theft auto vibe like grand theft auto the original game yep. grand theft auto 2 before we got to 3d what we think of modern grand theft auto games i really enjoyed those grand theft auto games for my money still one of the best grand theft auto games of all time it's the london like spin-off of the original grand theft auto game yeah uh which i just love i think it's it's brilliant uh the precinct has a lot of that vibe that top down uh view and and just a modernized take on what that was except you're playing as a cop as yeah. opposed to running from the cops in the game uh but i really really dug that one that's that's probably of all the games at the future game show personally the one i'm most looking forward to because it was so like nostalgic to me for a franchise that i really love in its early days of course love grand theft auto and what it's become as well but right. it's early grand theft auto games we never talk about and i think they're really cool too i mean like that's what we had back in the day I, yeah. and, and it, it to see somebody bringing that back is really cool and with the video cards and the tech that we got, you can do some stuff you couldn't do back then. So yeah, I think it's going to be sure. a big deal. I do too. And just looks fun. And that's a big deal too. And we saw gameplay because we saw gameplay yep. of a lot of these. Like we know what they're going to be. So that's a big deal. So uh, that was a really quick take on, on both the wholesome direct and, and uh, future game show. Uh, but if there are any games in there that, that got you excited, we want to hear about it. And so uh, call the voicemail line, send us a segment, record some audio on your phone, send it to our email address. We don't care how you get it to us. Just get it to us. We'll play it on the show. We'll talk about it. If you just have a question, like post it on Facebook, we'll discuss whatever we want to hear what games you're excited about too because like yep. uh, we've got our own taste but we want to know what everybody else digs so yeah let us know and we have entirely too much stuff still to watch and yes. not enough time <laughs> I have no idea how I'm going to keep up with you playing Zelda because uh, <laughs> I'm not getting anything done tomorrow and and you better tell your wife and your little girl that you need to disappear for like <laughs> <laughs> an hour or two tomorrow night yep. because here's our window right here uh this is, uh, this is fair we're, we're gonna have some fun uh so we've got a lot still to cover uh more than i really thought 
we would at this point. We're, we got yeah. a lot to do. Uh, so we're just getting started. We hope you're enjoying it. We're definitely enjoying it. This is the most fun I have all year. And uh, we hope you'll stick with us. Uh, like he said, send us an email, voicemail, all that. We've also got the Facebook page. There's a ton of discussion going on on the Facebook page. So definitely swing over there and uh, join in with those guys. And I will say one more time, if you are not a patron, this is the time to be a patron because we've got, I hope, really good content coming all (laughs) the way through August. I've got plans. I know you got plans. Um. We got lots of stuff coming up. So if you're not a patron, please consider doing that because it really helps out the show and helps us to do this thing. So uh, we appreciate all you guys for that. Other than that, is there anything else, sir? I think we're good. I'm Jamie. That's Tommy. This is Gaining Uncensored. Continuing idiots explaining entertainment, and it's only on GamingOnSister.com, and we are out. is brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere. Only on Gaming Uncensored.